I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. In business, you rarely hear the expression "for life." You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and and there's a there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Welcome to the world of the uncanny, the eerie, the unearthly. Strange things happen. They've happened to me and will again. They've happened to you and will again. They happened to Norman Meredith. But they will never, never happen to him again. Because, well, listen. adapted for the Mystery Theater by George Lothar and stars Kevin McCarthy. It is sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Bush Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser, and Sign Off, the Sinus Medicine. I'll be back shortly with Act One.
is a dream. From where does it come? And why? Wiser men than I say that dreams rise like mist out of various levels of the subconscious and the unconscious. But what is the subconscious? What is the unconscious? No one really knows. Oh, there are theories, yes. But no one can say with certainty why we dream. Why, for instance, Norman Meredith dreamed that certain dream. You say, you say you're the woman of my dreams, my dream woman. If that's so, why would you want to kill me with that knife? So you can stay in my world always. Be mine always. No. I don't understand. Only when you are dead, physically dead, can your spirit live, really live. And you come from the spirit world? A spirit world. One of countless spirit worlds. Oh, join me in it now, dearest Norman. Dearest heart. Join me now. No! Yes! No! Yes! No! Yes! No! Quite the profession she's in. 
Uh, why were you staring at it like that? Didn't you notice? Notice what? Tall, sexy, long blonde hair, hazel eyes flecked with green. Oh, yes, yes. She resembles the woman you saw no, in the dream. No, 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 not resembles Arnold. She is the woman in my dream. Yeah? Uh, my name is Norman Meredith, Miss Lawrence. Yeah? Oh, well, I was wondering if I might um, talk with you for a few minutes. Well, about uh, what? You selling something? No, 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 no. I'm not a salesman. Nothing like that. I Could I come in? Well, I don't know. Uh, somebody give you my name? A client of mine? No, I'm a friend of Dr. Gersten's. I, I saw you in his office this afternoon. Oh, hey, you... You're the character that kept staring at me. I apologize for that. It was it was very rude of me. Yeah, well, that's okay. I mean, lots of guys stare at me. <laughs> Could I? Yeah, sure. Come on. I, uh, I followed you after you left Arnold's, uh, Dr. Gerson's office. You followed me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you got a bad. Unless you got some other reason for playing Bloodhound. I... How about a drink first, huh? First. <laughs> well, if you got it that bad. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think you understand. I want to talk to you. Talk to me. Well, if that's the way you get your kicks. Tell me about yourself, Miss Lawrence. You know, tell me all about yourself. <laughs> You're real flaky. You just want to talk? I want to know all about you. All about you. Who you are, where you come from, what you do for a living. Oh, come on. You must be kidding. What I do for a living? Mm. <laughs> hey, Norman, you put me away. You really do. Mm, Dr. Gerson said you're an actress. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could put it that way. I put on a real good act. <laughs> if you mean what I think you mean. Well, what else would I mean? I mean, you can't be as square as you sound. Or can you? Look, will you stop staring at me like that? I really don't like being stared I'm at. I'm sorry. I, 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 I can't help myself. You fascinate me. Miss Lawrence. I can do that to Sandra. Sandra? I dreamed of you last night. Uh-huh. Well, lots of guys do. Men who've never met you. Well, okay, so you dreamed of me last night. I mean, you know, what do you want, an Academy Award? <laughs> no, I, I I want to get to know you better. <laughs> Come on, I mean, what's the angle, huh? No angle. I I, I told you, you, are, you fascinate me. Look, Norman, you level with me. You level with me right now or just blow, okay? I am leveling with you. When I say you fascinate me, I mean, well, there was a dream to begin with, and then meeting you. A dream woman in the flesh in Gerson's office. There's, there's something so strange about it. About it and you. Oh, now, I'm strange. No, no it's more than that. It's, 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 it's you. I, I'm drawn to you. Waiting for you outside the medical center. I kept telling myself I was crazy. Oh, and that I just put you out of my mind, go about my business. But I couldn't do it. All the time that I was following you, waiting for you, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. But I had to. I had to. Use. I was incapable of doing anything else. It must be like being an alcoholic or a drug addict. It's a compulsion. I, I have to be with you. Well, whatever you got, you still got it bad. Now, Norman, dearest heart, my time is valuable. It's $50 an hour. Dearest heart. Hmm? Dearest heart. You called me that in the dream. Oh, yeah? Oh, how about that? How about the 50 bucks? Well, sure. Okay, in advance. Oh. Oh, sure. Anything you say? Uh, Sandy? Yeah. Uh, put it on the table, Norman. Got it, boy. Okay. What'll we talk about? <laughs> I don't know. Anything. Anything, as I said, I, I want to know all about you. Tell me about yourself. Okay, uh, but uh, how about I slip into something more comfortable first? Hmm? All right. 
Just fix yourself a drink. The bar's over there. Thanks. You got any scotch? Yeah, try the shelf under the bar. Okay. Oh. Good Lord. What's the matter? It's knife. It's carving knife. Where did you get it? How do I know? I had it for years. Oh, you, you fascinated by knives, too? No. No, not knives. A knife. This one. <laughs> oh, I said it before, and I'll say it again, Norman. You put me away. Divorce. You want a divorce, Norman? Yes, I guess I do. To marry this tramp? Yes. I can't really believe you're saying it. I can understand you're being fascinated by a woman who resembles the woman you saw in your dream. She is the woman in my dream. I'm in love with her, Agnes. In love? With the kind of woman you tell me she is? Hmm? Norman, in love? Hopelessly, helplessly, compulsively. I'm... I'm gripped by something out of my control. I've tried to fight it to free myself of it, and I can't. Agnes, I can't. But my darling, you've got to. I love you. Yes, and you love me. I know you do. Yes. We've been married for yes, 20 years. Yes. Happily married. But... You can't throw years away like old shoes. Destroy everything we've built together. Everything we've come to mean to each other. I'm powerless to do anything else. Well, I have not. What do you mean? I mean that you're suffering from some sort of... some sort of aberration. You're sick, Norman. Mentally sick. And I am not letting you do anything as stupid, as disastrous as marrying that girl. I will not divorce you, Norman. Agnes. No, no. In a few months, it'll all be over. This sudden romance of yours will be dead. Stone cold dead. No. In a few months, I will be stone cold dead. There are, we are told, dreams of precognition. Dreams which foretell events that will happen in the future. There are, in fact, many such cases on record. Explain them? I can't. The truth is, no one can. Not even Norman Meredith. I'll be back shortly with Act Two. with anything but a satisfactory answer. We might ask now, what is a compulsion? And find the answer equally unsatisfactory. A compulsion is, of course, the doing of something in spite of yourself. The doing of it against all the dictates of intelligence, reason, sanity. And that is precisely what Norman Meredith, well-to-do stockbroker, finds himself doing in the suite of a palatial hotel in Rome, Italy, close on to four o'clock, of a summer morning. What am I doing here? Four o'clock in the morning in a Roman hotel, walking up and down, pacing the floor and talking to myself. Talking to myself like some kind of nut. Some kind of... Ah, the prodigal returns. Oh, still awake, Norman? That's right. I haven't been to sleep. Where have you been, Candy? And... That package. What's that package? Oh, a little item I picked up in the flea market around 2 this a.m. Flea markets aren't open at 2 in the morning. Well, they are if you know the right people. Huh? And what creeping things have you been running all over Rome with this time? Answer me, Sandy. Oh, Norman, flake off. I don't have to answer you about it. Oh, anything. yes, you do. No, no. No, 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 you don't. I have no hold on you. We're not married. You still have no hold on me, married or not. <laughs> true enough, I guess. True enough. 
So anytime you want out, Norman, you just say so. Anytime you've had enough of me. Oh, I'll never have enough of you, and you know it, damn you, you know it. How, how do you know it, Handy? Norman, come on. We're not going to hash that all over again, are we? Not at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm dead deep. Uh, Look, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. You? No. No, 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 no. I'm not sleeping. When are you ever... You know something, Norman? I don't think you sleep more than an hour or two in 24. Mm. What are you, an insomniac or something? Are you afraid of... the dream? The dream? Yeah, the one you had about me. No. Oh, I'm not afraid. Why should I be? I don't know, except you never told me what it was. And you're scared to death. Oh, of what? Of what? For Pete's sake. Me. You? Would I be here in Rome with you if I was scared of you? Would I take you all over Europe these past few weeks if I was scared of you? Oh, not me. Not not scared of me in the flesh, me in the dream. Come on, Nami. What happened in the dream? What did I do? Go to bed, Sandy. Okay. But that must have been some dream. Oh, hey! Let me show you what I picked up in the flea market. I'm not interested in flea market junk. This isn't junk. Mm. Got some kind of royal crest on the handle, and Milo said he's the one of the guys I was with. He knows steel, and he said the steel in this knife was the best to lead a money to buy. Hey, Norman. Ah. What's the matter? You're white as a corpse. Why? Why did you buy that knife? I saw it. I liked it. Why? Why did you like it? What's wrong with me wanting a carving knife? Everything, everything. There's everything wrong with you wanting a knife, a carving knife. What do you need with one? Do you cook? No. Are you even ever in the kitchen? No. So what do you want with a carving knife? You want to know the truth? I've been sort of thinking of taking up cooking, maybe, okay? You? You learn to cook? You can't boil water? All right, Norman. You don't have to rub it in. Look, I just thought... You're really a nice guy. You're square, but you're nice. And I know I've been giving you a hard time. I mean, I'm out on the town all hours of the night living it up, and, well, we'll be leaving for Paris tomorrow, and they've got a real out-of-sight cooking school there, and I thought if, if I could just make things up to you... Ah, uh, what do you care? Uh, oh, I care. I care. I care a lot. If you're saying that you're thinking of maybe settling down of acting like a wife... When we're married, that is. And don't worry, Agnes will give me a divorce. Well, if that's what you've got in mind, I care. Is... Is that what you're thinking? I guess so. Yeah. I guess that's it. What else would have made me decide to learn to cook? What else would have made me buy this now? Sandy, will you snap it up? We've got less than 40 minutes to make the plane to Paris. I'm trying to find that knife. Knife? What knife? The carving knife, the one I picked up last night at the flea market. I left it right here on the table when I went to bed, and now it's gone. Forget it. Forget it. I'll get you another. It's got to be here somewhere. You didn't take it, no, did you? No, me. What would I want with a carving knife? You're the one who's going to take the cooking lesson. Well, if you didn't take it, where could it have got to? I don't know, and I don't care. Now, come on, or we'll miss that plane. <laughs> Huh? Oh, yes, thanks, Agnes. The scotch and water is easy on the scotch. Right. Arnold, you're a psychiatrist. What's wrong with Norman? What's happened to him? Why is he so fascinated by this cheap, common plant? I can't answer that. No doctor could. Without at least months of investigation, of talks with Norman, of treatments. But you must have some theory. I don't. Some things that happen in this world are beyond us, beyond our understanding. Now consider, Norman had a dream in which a woman tried to stab him to death. The next day, he meets in the flesh the self-same woman of that dream. So he said. Norman is no fool, Agnes. He meets this woman who tried to kill him in his dream. And he's irresistibly drawn to her. Now, is Norman mad? He is not. What then is the answer to all this?
Who are you? How can you ask, Norman? Don't you know me? How would I know you? We've never met. Oh, yes, we have. I'm Norman. Dear Todd. I'm the woman of the dream. The dream woman. Why, Why do you hold that knife?
You acted real funny when you found that carving knife on the bar. You remember? And somehow I never saw that knife again. It just disappeared. Because you took it. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I don't? No. Then what happened to the carving knife I picked up at the flea market in Rome? I know I left it on that table when I went to bed that night, and it wasn't there when I got up, and somehow it disappeared forever. Just why you're accusing me? Because you took them and you hid them, or you threw them away, or you did something, and you've done the same thing with my corner rouge knife. Not me. Then where is it? Now, you took the knife, Normie. You've taken them all. I don't care about the other two, but this one... It means something to me. So you won first prize in a cooking class. What's the big deal? You can say that to me. Listen, I went to that class so I could learn to cook for you. Not for me. And I succeeded. I won first prize. Me, Sandy Lawrence, first prize. I don't care about the knife. I care about what it stands for. And it stands for the fact that that I'm falling in love with you, Norman. I don't dandy baby me. I want my knife. Now, where is it? What have you done with it? I threw it away, Sandy. Where? In the river, in the sand. Then it's gone. I'm afraid so, honey. Norman, how could you do this? Why did you do it? Well. Why? Oh, well, I... I guess you might as well know, but... Because of a dream. What, the dream about me? Yes. What in heaven's name can the dream have to do with knives? In the dream, you try to kill me with a knife. I try to kill you? With a carving knife. Exactly like the knife I took and threw away. Long, gleaming, razor sharp. Are you telling me that I'm going to kill you? Stab you to death with a carving knife? Yes, that's what I'm afraid of, Sandy. It's why I've been throwing away the knives, the carving knives, that you somehow come up with again and again. You know something? You are out of your head. Just because that first prize is a carving knife, there's no reason. (laughs) Monsieur Philippe? Uh, May I come in, Sandy? Uh, yeah, of course. Thank you. Uh, Monsieur Mary. Hello. Uh, can I give you a drink? Oh, no, 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 merci, no. I stay only a minute or two. The fact of the matter is I am somewhat embarrassed to be here. Embarrassed? Something oh. has happened which I do not understand. Uh, in this morning, I presented you with a beautiful carving knife. First prize for your work in my cooking class. Yeah. Yes. Well, this afternoon, a man come to me. He had been fishing on the banks of the Seine, and his hook had caught on this. A knife. A carving knife. A oui, Monsieur Meredith. The knife I gave you, Sandy, as first prize. It is, as I say, a puzzle to me, an embarrassment, because the knife could have got into the river only one way. It must have been thrown there, and... Well, alors, what I'm trying to say is if you do not want the knife... Oh. No, Mr. Yes, thank Yeah. Is it something with knives? When I gave it to you this morning, it turned white, looked sick. And now, do knives bother him? (laughs) They what? They kill him, Monsieur Philippe. They kill him. Well, all things considered... I think they'd kill me, too. It is curious, this affinity Sandra Lawrence has for carving knives. Or they for her. I'll return shortly with Act 3. Hi, I'm Goldilocks. Here's Goldilocks, if you please. And I'm a professional taste tester. Here at my taste test laboratory, that's TTL for sure, <laughs> I taste test 
beef and porridge to diet drinks. Actually, there's not that much taste testing in porridge these days. There used to be once upon a time. I mean, that's how this myth got into the biz. <laughs> but lately, it's been diet drinks. I mean, with so many diet drinks going sugar-free, I've been really busy conducting taste tests. A rather unbearable assignment, to be sure. But then I discovered sugar-free diet 7-Up. Fresh, natural, delicious. My only problem is that sugar-free diet 7-Up tastes so good that it broke my Goldilocks diet drink taste meter. Well, sugar-free diet 7-Up certainly has my seal of approval. This one's just right. Here's a timely offer from your participating Culligan man. He will give you a big 34 by 64 inch terry cloth Hey Culligan Man beach towel, a $6.50 value, absolutely free, just for letting him explain Culligan soft water service in your house. He will show you how to pamper your family with refreshing bathing, lustrous shampoos, and spotless dishes. And your Culligan man offers three economical ways for you to enjoy unlimited soft water automatically. You have your choice of portable exchange service, the automatic rental plan, or outright purchase. Don't delay. Get all the interesting facts now. This offer is good while limited supplies last. So whether you own or rent your home, call your Culligan Man for your free beach towel featuring the famous Culligan Man and Culligan Gal cartoon characters in three bright colors yelling, My Culligan Man! 82 degrees at Midway Airport on WBBM Chicago. to be stabbed to death by the woman who haunts his dreams, the woman he finds irresistible in real life? Sandy. Yes, Norman? Tell me where it is. Well, what is? You know what. The knife. Norman, we said we wouldn't talk about it anymore, remember? I remember you said we wouldn't. When I came into that hotel room in Paris and asked you what you'd done with the knife, you said we wouldn't talk about it anymore. Not me. I... I threw it away. You're a liar. Norman. You wouldn't have thrown it away. It meant too much to you. You've hidden it. All right, all right. I, I hid it. Get it. What, so you can throw it away? No. Listen to me. No, Norman, you listen to me for once. I'm listening. Now, the first time we met, I was... Well, not what I am now. I was kind of tough. I was kind of coarse. Kind of person I... I don't want to be anymore because you showed me another kind of life. Where is the knife? Listen to me, please. Norman, I'm trying real hard to be the kind of woman who'd, who'd be worthy of you, you know? The kind of woman you could really love. The kind of woman you'd marry. We'll talk about all this later. Right now, I want that knife. Norman, forget the knife. Sandy, you get me that knife. Wherever you hit it, get it and give it to me or so help me out. All right. All right. Here. You want it? Take it. You, you threw it at me. Another inch would have... You wanted it, Norman. You got it. Pick it up. I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up. All right. I'll pick it up. I'll... That's the last you'll ever see of it. Plenty of others. There's no trick buying a carving You'll knife. buy no knives. I'm going to get rid of this, and it's the last carving knife we'll ever see in this house. We'll see about that. I'm telling well, you. Well, I'm telling you. Nothing. You're telling me nothing. Norman. No. No. Nothing. Oh. Oh, what have I done? I don't understand. I've killed it. I've heard it, death. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Agnes, all I can say is you were right from the first right. It was just an aberration or infatuation, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, it's over. Will you take me back? Of course, Norman. I never really let you go. 
But... Yes? Are you sure it's all right? Done with Are you absolutely sure? Oh, oh yes. I left her this morning. I told her that uh, everything was over between us. Everything. What did she say? Nothing. She must have said something. Nothing. Nothing. Norman. Norman, darling. I'm sorry. No. Oh, you poor dear. You're worn out on the ragged edge. Done for. True. No. No. Yes, sir. I've ruined our marriage. Now, that's nonsense. Never. Our marriage is... Never, never be the same. You know it won't, Agnes. Oh. I did. Leaving you, running off with her. Well, you were caught up in something beyond your control. Too powerful for you to handle. But it is over now. Put it behind you. Begin again. I can't. I can't. Well, it isn't the end for us, Norman. What? It is the end for her. You mean Sandy Lawrence? Well, yes, in a way, I suppose it is. But her kind, she'll, she'll get by. She'll start living again. Don't say that. But darling, she will. It isn't all over for her eyes. It is. It is. I can't write What kind of nonsense are you talking? Norman. Uh, Norman, we're not going to talk anymore. Not now. I, um... I've got to go out for an hour or two, but while I'm gone, I want you to rest. Now, lie down for a while. Will you do that? Yes. And, um, if you feel like a snack, ask Nora to fix something for you. Nora? Oh, I haven't had a chance to tell you. We have a maid. Nora. Wonderful cook, too. So if you want something, just ask her. You'll find her in the kitchen. She loves it, so she practically hardly makes there. What is it, dear? This isn't a dream, is it? That I'm home with you. I'm not dreaming, am I, Agnes? If you are, it's no nightmare, darling. Isn't it? Isn't it? afraid I told a little lie, Arnold. I just said I had to go out for an hour or so, but of course I came straight here to see you. Well, I'm glad you did, Agnes. I'm as worried about Norman as you are. He talked about Sandra Lawrence as if he had killed her. I mean, really killed her. When, of course, what he meant was that he felt that he'd ended her happiness, ruined her future. Oh, excuse me, my nurse. Yes? Captain who? The police. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Put him through. Uh, yes, Captain, this is Dr. Gerstein. Yes? Well, she was a patient of mine. She... What's that? Stabbed to death? Oh, good heavens, right? Yes, 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 of course. I'll answer any questions you may have, sir. No, not at all. Goodbye. Agnes, you, uh, you said you left Norman at home? Yes. We'd better go there at once. Why? Arnold, what is it? That was the police. Sandra Lawrence was found this afternoon in her apartment, stabbed to death. Norman is telling the truth. He did kill her. It seems likely, Agnes. All too likely. Norman? Norman? Oh, he's probably in the bedroom asleep. I'll come with you. No, that's empty. At the kitchen, I told him if he wanted to snack to ask Nora. Nora, have you seen? Oh. Easy, easy, Agnes. And Norman on the floor, knife in his chest. Hang on to yourself. Norman's sitting at the kitchen table, blood all over. 
the WBBM Chicago News Radio 78, the correct time, 1123. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's a there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.